Hi, I want to welcome you to our iPod devotions through the Book of Romans. I'm Pastor Tom Holliday, and this week we are looking at Romans chapter 14. Today, looking at the first couple of verses in that chapter. I want to get you ready mentally for the message of this chapter during this week. In many ways, it is like uh, walking into a shop that's filled with fine china. If you and I don't walk carefully through this, you can easily cause a mess. You can easily misunderstand some of the truths that are in this chapter to the detriment of your own spiritual health and especially to the detriment of other people's spiritual health. But if you just slow down for a minute and you look carefully at the truths in this chapter, you begin to see, like in a china shop, the real beauty of what is there. This is a chapter that talks honestly about the fact that Christians disagree. Christians struggle with disagreement. That's obvious. All you have to do is look at the New Testament to see that. Almost every church in the New Testament had disunity to contend with. Corinth argued over which leader to follow. Galatians, they were, Paul said, biting and devouring each other. In Ephesians, Paul had to encourage them to unity. In Philippi, Paul had to write to two women who were fighting within the church and hurting the church. And so we've got to deal with this thing of the fact that we disagree as believers. That's why Augustine, one of the early teachers of the church, said, in essentials we need unity, in non-essentials we need liberty, and in all things we need charity, we need love. And in this chapter, Romans chapter 14, Paul talks about how do you deal with disagreements between believers, especially on things where maybe the Bible isn't exactly clear. Romans 14.1 is really the entire chapter in a sentence. It lines out everything we're going to talk about this week. Romans 14.1 says this, accept him whose faith is weak without passing judgment on disputable matters. Now, how do you have unity with another believer or in a church when you have such widely varying opinions about things? The Bible says, where two or three are gathered in my name, Jesus says, there I am in the midst of them, but also where two or three are gathered in my name, there will be a difference of opinion. For instance, something like uh, music and what people think about what is the right music maybe to sing in a worship service. Even in a family, my own family, we don't all agree about music and the style of music that we like. So obviously in a church, there are going to be disagreements. I'd like us to work through this verse, Romans 14, 1, together this week from the end to the beginning. It ends by talking about disputable matters. So today we're gonna to talk about what is a disputable matter without passing judgment on disputable matters. We're gonna talk in the days to come about what does it mean to pass judgment? Accept him who his faith is weak. We're gonna talk about that issue of what does it mean to have a weak faith? Who is this talking about? And then the very beginning of the verse says accept him. The last day of this week we're gonna talk about what does it mean to accept one another as believers. Let's start with that first question. What is a disputable matter? Accept him whose faith is weak without passing judgment on disputable matters. Verse two says this, one man's faith allows him to eat everything, but another man whose faith is weak eats only vegetables. Now, what is this talking about? We'll talk in a moment about what this thing about meat and vegetables is all about. When we talk about disputable matters, you might think of it this way. These are things that are neither commanded nor prohibited in the Bible. The Bible is very clear on many matters. That's not what we're talking about here. For instance, the Bible very clearly says Jesus is the only way to have a relationship with God. He's the only way to salvation. This is not saying we should accept whatever people happen to believe about that and just believe whatever you want. This is saying disputable matters are where we need to have a sense of acceptance. 
We're not talking about issues that are clearly sin, saying, well, if you don't think it's a sin, then it must not be. If God said it's a sin, it is. And God is very clear about many things. And an important point here is this. Just because people disagree doesn't make it a disputable matter, according to this verse. Just because it's a controversial issue doesn't make it a disputable matter. He's not talking here about things that people have disputes over, because people have disputes over, for instance, clear sins all of the time. We, we don't want to change. And so when somebody challenges my life when it comes to a sin, I'm going to dispute that. He's not saying you have to accept that their opinion about that sin is as great as God's opinion about that. Of course, that's not true. He's talking about something where it could be seen in two ways, where the Bible doesn't clearly command or clearly prohibit, things that are neither commanded nor prohibited in the Bible. Now, in that day, in these verses, he talks in Romans 14, he speaks specifically about diet and days, days of worship, and drink, what people would drink. He uses the first illustration of eating. One man's faith allows him to eat everything. Another man's faith is weak, eats only vegetables. Now, as you and I read that today, we might think it's about being a vegetarian or whether you eat meat. But in Paul's day, it was different. This issue of eating for them had more to do with uh, what was happening with the meat that some people would eat. Some of the meat that was sold in the marketplace had been sacrificed in an idol's temple. And it was usually sold in the marketplace at a pretty fair price because of that. And some Christians thought, well, it's okay to eat that meat, even though it was sacrificed in the temple of a false god, because I know the god is false, and it's a good deal, and it's good meat. Other Christians felt, I don't feel good about that. It was part of a worship of a false idol. I feel like to eat that meat would somehow be to partake in that worship. This was a disputable matter, and Paul talks about that. We're going to talk about it all during this week. Another illustration is down in verse 5 is days, days of worship. He says, one man considers one day more sacred than another. Another man considers every day alike. Each one should be fully convinced in his own mind. He talks about the fact that some people think you can only worship on this day, or if there's a special holiday of worship, you have to observe it in a certain way. And yet Paul says other people feel like every day is equally as worshipful before God. How can you say one is right and one is wrong? Now, in that day, it was diet and days and it had to do with more the worship practices that they had grown up with. Well, what are we talking about when we talk about disputable matters in our day? Well, I would say probably the number one disputable matter, as I talk to believers, is entertainment. The kind of TV that somebody feels like they can or can't watch. The kind of movie that they feel like they can or can't go to. The kind of sports that they feel like they can watch or even be a part of. It used to be, a generation ago, it was entertainment, whether you could go to a dance, whether you could go to play cards. Today, it's whether you can go to this movie place or whether you can see that kind of movie. And people have differences of opinions about this. And because of these differences of opinions, we have to work through all that that means. Now, I've always loved the old story that Chuck Swindoll told about this issue of differences of opinion and how it's different in different generations he was talking about a church that had called a youth pastor in because he'd shown a film, a movie, to his youth group, and they believed that all movies were wrong because of what was in some movies. So they called this guy in and said, did you show the young people a film? And the youth pastor said, yeah, I, I did. We don't like that, the leaders of this church said. And without trying to be argumentative, the, the youth pastor said, well, I remember the last missionary we had in, he showed some slides up on the screen of what had happened. And one of the church officials says to the young man, listen, that was still pictures. If it's still, it's fine. If it moves, it's sin. You can show slides, but when they start moving, then you're getting into sin. 
it's just an illustration of how silly sometimes we can get when we try to divide the line of what's sin and what's not sin when it comes to this issue of entertainment. Now, I'm not talking about watching things that are clearly wrong and clearly sinful and clearly dishonoring to God, but I am saying that there are lines that people have to decide, is this right or is this wrong for me? We're not talking here about matters of doctrine when we talk about disputable matters. We're talking about matters of opinion. And one of the keys to being able to get along with other believers, to love other believers, is being able to admit the biblical truth that there are disputable matters, that you cannot find every answer to everything of every item in our lives in the Bible. Now, that makes some people very uncomfortable because they want to get from God an exact answer on every detail of life, and he doesn't give it to us. Why? Because he trusts us. He trusts our heart. He trusts that he can give us the overall principles about purity of mind. He can give us the overall principles about how to treat other people and leave it to us, the mind that he's given us, to make decisions based on that. Well, since he's done that, sometimes we're going to make different decisions, and the Bible calls that disputable matters. Now, as we walk through the rest of this week, we're going to talk about what do we do about the fact that there are disputable matters. But we have to begin by admitting there is such a thing and working through that truth. As we pray all during this week, I'd like to pray as we look at Romans chapter 14 for our relationships with other believers. And today to pray together for healthy relationships with those in your own small group, in your own church that you're connected with as a believer every week, every month in your life. Let's pray together. Lord, thank you. Thank you that we don't come to know you alone and then live a relationship with you apart from others, but that Jesus, you put us in a body, in a church and that we grow together, we serve together, we love together in that church. And that means that we're different together also. And sometimes we have a difference of opinion on these disputable matters. I pray that you would help us when we have those differences of opinion to go to your word to find the answers, to listen to your spirit and follow you. That Lord, instead of becoming stubborn and deciding to do things our way, in the face of disputable matters, we would decide to let our hearts be softened by you, Jesus, our love for you, and that your grace would reign. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Tomorrow, we're going to take a look at verses 3 to 13 of this chapter and look at the important question, what is this whole thing of passing judgment? Passing judgment.